So I want to talk to you about community because that's what Founded in Foco is, is community. Now, when I was in my corporate world and VP and traveling and, and money, I didn't really have community. I had a work community and that was it because it took everything I had. I traveled 50% of the time. I was on call seven by 24. I really didn't have a community. Founded in Foco is a community. It's a community of business owners, startups, solopreneurs, um, supporting one another. Hey, it's Nick Armstrong, and you are here on the Founded in Foco podcast. And every episode, we get a chance to talk to an innovative mover and shaker in our community. And today, I am pleased to introduce you to Dale. Dale, tell us about your business. Hey, Nick. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, I love the opportunity to tell you about my business and my passion. Um, I am Dale Wickeiser. I'm the CEO of Intentional Results Coaching. I am a business coach, uh, and my purpose in life is to help business owners increase joy and reduce stress. So tell me about how we reduce stress, because it's been like two years and a decade of COVID, so now we're like stress balls. How do we reduce stress in the workplace? Right. right. Well, it actually ties in, Nick, with the name of my business. So we need to be intentional, right? We need to understand what results we want and how do we want to get there. That's how we decide. Do we want the joy in our work? Do we want our stress down? Do we want to be intentional about our business, um, our mindset, and our leadership? So I partner um, with business owners who want to grow their business from solo entrepreneurs to small business to large corporations, um, work with them on their values. Um, we want them to be authentic, right? Uh, that's how we reduce the stress and increase the joy is we're authentic and we align our purpose with our business. And then we bring in the tools, the practices and the coaching that enable us to get those results that we want. Do you find that cognitive dissonance, especially among uh, leaders and business leaders, is the the primary reason and driver for stress? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I I have a story about getting a little bit out of alignment myself and and losing my joy in my work and the stress taking over in my job. And I was at my best uh, performing and loving my work when I was in alignment. And once you get out of alignment. Um, you know, you get a little lost, right? Um, and sometimes you just need somebody to help you navigate that journey, help you remember, um, give you the tools of, of why you do what what you do and, and what we love. Like we all get into our businesses and we all start jobs generally because we want to be there. We love it. And there was a passion there. So how do you maintain that when it becomes overwhelming, when it's too much and you don't know how to navigate it to the next level, right? Um, there are ways to do that, that are efficient, um, that can actually be a little bit of fun too. Um, and that's where stress down, joy up. That sounds really useful to our, our freelancers and entrepreneurs in particular, and those folks that have left the nine to five world and then ended up accidentally recreating the nine to five world in their own gig, uh, recreating those self-destructive patterns. How did you get in, uh, involved and how did you get started in this work? So a little bit about my background that'll help you understand why I'm really passionate about what I do. Um, I, most of my life, I spent 20 years in technology, um, in leadership and tech, in the service delivery, um, delivering solutions for financial institutions. Um, love developing teams, love developing leaders, love developing business lines. Um, 
I had a purpose. I loved to go to work. I was one of the few people I knew who actually enjoyed going to work um, and looked forward to it every day. I could make it what I wanted to be. But at some point it grew, the company grew, the leadership changes, you know, you get more responsibility than maybe you wanted. It's not the things you enjoyed anymore. And at one point I just found myself out of alignment. I just no longer enjoyed going to work. And if you've enjoyed your work, you just don't have a tolerance for not enjoying your work any longer, right? So I gave notice. I walked away from it. I I had a title. I had the six figures. I had everything that I thought I wanted, and I was not happy. I did not have joy in my life. So I walked away. I literally spent two years um, reconnecting with me finding the authentic me, grounding myself again. That included spending time on a farm with my father, putting in fence, harvesting, just, you know, we lose ourselves, right? We can really lose ourselves. And you have to really take the time to reflect and, you know, find the way that works for you and be in nature. Um, I did a lot of traveling. I'm a curious person. I did a lot of traveling. I did safaris in Africa, biking in France, just just revitalized my soul, became curious again. And then when I got curious, I thought, I'm just going to say yes to everything that comes by me for the next, you know, six months. Okay. I dabbled in real estate. Sometimes you say yes, and it doesn't work out right. Um, I dabbled in a lot of different yeses that didn't work out. I said yes to coffee with almost anybody who asked. One of those turned out to be my future husband. So that was a big win, right? But I was in that spot where I was finding joy again. I was finding my purpose. I was aligning my skills. And I realized I really enjoy coaching and developing individuals in professional settings and applying all of my business experience and tools to that to ease their journey, reduce their stress. Really, I developed what I needed. Are there local business owners who have either gone through this process with you or that you look to as sort of beacons in our, our local community who are absolutely living that authentic life and, and doing it well, um, stress managed, business operating well, they haven't <laughs> lost themselves in, in the in the day to day? Well, you know, it's an ongoing process, right? Um, nobody gets there. You never arrive. It's a journey. So there are people that I... Um, collaborate with and work with that I think um, are very intentional um, and have found their purpose. I work a lot with uh, Dane Johnson, Rev Zero Consulting, another individual who was in corporate, realized, hey, you know, you've got a title, you've got the money, but that's not feeding my soul. Um, you know, went back to school, found some things to help with that. Um, and now he offers a service, and, but he stays true to himself, his values. He knows who he is and he works towards that. Um, it is an ongoing journey. And, you know, one of the things I always wanted to do was teach. Um, and so when I stepped away from my corporate job, I started teaching. Um, I was an adjunct professor. I taught MBA courses, innovative business models, uh, business operations. Um, and again, I really enjoyed seeing those light bulbs going off in my non-traditional students who are working all day, coming to class to learn um, and investing in their lives, right? They want results and they're being really intentional about it. And I really find that that is what makes my soul sing. And it brings me great joy to take all those years of experience, the education and the expertise, and be able to mold that into something 
that can apply to others based on their goals and what results they're looking for. It takes going on that journey yourself. And it's something that Dane brought up on the podcast. It's something that other guests have brought up. That journey to really self-discover, uh, mm. that's that's a vital thing. And there's a reason it's a trope in like TV and movies, right? The The hero goes off to a farm or to the wilderness yeah. somewhere and uh it's the 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 hero with a thousand faces right uh yeah. and it's interesting how that plays out in so many different facets of our life are there are there uh f- books or leaders that you look to for inspiration in your work and who do you draw from in order to uh keep your skills fresh yeah so i really love um a variety so i always have i will say years ago when i first started in leadership and i was leading teams one of the books that just resonated with me was um, the gallops first break all the rules right it was about not doing the way things used to be finding your strengths and um and you know in applying that in managing um teams that really started me on a path to success i no longer tried to manage them up to be marginal performers at this level i discovered that if i could find those strengths and uh, motivations in individuals and put them in the right role it was just like magic it was easy it brought them joy it reduced my stress um so that I give that credit to really kicking it off. Um, on my discovery journey, I spent a lot of time with um, Brene Brown, you know, um, vulnerability, rising strong. Um, I found that really resonated with me at that time in trying to be a more whole person and not just a career woman um, and then compartmentalize that and then be a mother, you know, a, an ability to bring all that together as, as a whole person and show up whole and be successful. Um, I like good to great. I like a lot of customer service type of books. Um, I am a geek. So I like uh, technology, automation, efficiencies. Um, you know, right now I confess I'm playing around a little bit with the um, the chat GPT um, because I'm curious. So I think as long as we're curious, we naturally we naturally grow. And I do think for me, that's kind of the purpose of life is connecting with other people and growing. And we can do that in our businesses as well, right? We spend so much time there. That's where it should be. It's fascinating to me that people say chat GPT like it's a dirty word. <laughs> like I, I got I got deep into Google AdWords today and it's like, oh, oh, we can't go near that guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's my tech background, right? I, I like innovation. So I, it's creation. It's creativity. It's just done in a technical realm. It, you know, Gabe Dorita came on the podcast and talked about um, the idea of, of not separating out your hats, right? You cannot show up authentically in a space if you are a dad in one space or a, a mom in one space, and you just you can't take that off when you go into work and you have to be manager, right? You're, you're all of the identities all at once. And so it's refreshing to hear that from uh, multiple sources now. And yeah. it's, it's, in, it's funny to me that multiple themes come up throughout the podcast whenever we do a season of these podcasts and each year you can sort of go back and compare um, uh, common themes repeat themselves from our speakers and uh, just tells me that founded in foco uh, is a, a really interesting place to learn from our our business leaders who are in touch not just with each other but with the the larger 
aspect of business. So tell us about your your talk at Founded in FOCO. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to pause you because I want to take you on another change before I tell you about my business. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so I want to talk to you about community because that's what Founded in FOCO is, is community. Now, when I was in my corporate world and VP and traveling and, and money, I didn't really have community. I had a work community and that was it because it took everything I had. I traveled 50% of the time. I was on call seven by 24. I really didn't have a community. Founded in FOCO is a community. It's a community of business owners, startups, solopreneurs, um, supporting one another. I've also found community through um, other organizations. I am a part of She Goes High. Um, I find that to be a great supportive community. Now I can volunteer. Um, I like I'm a volunteer out at Hearts and Horses. I love the therapy, the outside. That's a way I can connect. And you start to find ways to fill your buckets, develop your communities. Um, and I think when we do that, it just makes us a better human being. And when you're a better human being and the best version of yourself, you bring that to your work, to your business, to your family, and to your community. So I'm really grateful for Founded in FOCO, for One Million Cups, and all of the communities that it's the most community I have had in my entire life. Um, and I, I feel the joy of that. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm pleased to, it doesn't have to be in a silo. You can do all this together, right? You can do all this together. Yeah. Well, thank you for being part of our community and for being a speaker. It's one of the things that we talk about on the, on the leadership team is representation is so important. And this is something that uh, the the umbrella organization, uh, Howdy Neighbor Events, um, is is big on. And so uh, organizing Fort Collins Comic-Con, um, representation matters because the most important gift you can give a kid in our community is the gift of being seen. And, yeah. oh, that's, I see myself in that hero or I, oh, that's a pathway that I can follow, right? And yeah. doesn't matter what their background is, what their uh, race, diversity, cultural, se sexual, economic, social, whatever, all of it. If they see themselves represented, they have a much more likely pathway to success in later yeah. in life. Um, this is critical. I mean, I, I, the Healthy Kids Colorado survey uh, just came out and indicated that a lot of our kids are in distress in PSD. And yeah. this is true across the state, but in PSD in particular, um, you know, uh, non, uh, non-binary um, uh, gender fluid students are at a higher risk of uh, self-harm. They're at a higher risk for um, suicide. They're at a higher risk for um, stress and burnout and non-graduation all as a result of the societal pressures that are pushed on them. So oh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things for me that was a stress for me, Nick, was I was a female in a male dominated industry. You know, it was me and I had 150 employees. Only two of them were women. My peer group, no women. Um, and when you don't feel like you're being heard or represented or you can't show up, as your whole authentic self, there's a stress that just constantly, constantly weighs on you that does, that increases our anxiety and our depression. And, you know, and then it takes toll on our health, right? Um, you see a lot of those individuals in those worlds, you know, they're functioning alcoholics, they have heart disease, they're, you know, something's not right if that's what's happening, right? That's when you step back. That's when you take the break and say, that's not right. What do I need to be whole and healthy? So, yeah, and it's all of us. Like you said, it's a community. It includes work, but it is a bigger community. 
So, so you asked me, you want me to talk about my session yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Why don't we jump back to your, to your talk at Founded in FOCO? I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about uh, getting a grip on your business, how to scale your business. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we businesses are on a journey, just like we as human beings are on a journey, right? Whether you're a solopreneur, a small business or a corporate business, there's some things that apply no matter what. And one of those things is the ability to scale. Um, and what does scaling mean versus growth? Um, you know, I'm going to talk about the difference between the two. Um some tips on when you need to start scaling and what does scaling look like? Um, you know, is it automation? Is it technology? Is scaling really scaling your mindset, changing your mindset now that maybe you need to hire employees? And what does that look like? Because we know being an individual contributor is very different than being a leader of a team, right? Um, how do you have challenging conversations? It, it becomes more complex. And so we want to talk about how to scale, bring in as many processes, procedures, tools, automations as we can, along with how do we help you with your mindset and your people skills um, to scale. Um, so again, we're, this is for solopreneurs, but it'll work for a small business. And, and I've had the privilege of working from one-on-ones to, you know, thousand person corporations. So it's just different depending on where you're at in your journey. Um, and so I'm really excited to share some of that experience with everybody. And again, what will it do? Let's reduce the stress and increase the joy on your day. Yeah. What's one action step that someone can take right now in their business uh, to, to reduce their stress or bring themselves more closer to an authentic presence? Yeah. You have to take time to reflect. You really have to take time on reflecting where you want to go and what you want to do. You need to be intentional because once you're intentional and you kind of know your direction, then you can develop the plan. Um, but if you skip the step, the hard work of knowing yourself, knowing your business, figuring out where you're headed, you know, all the tools in the world won't get you there if you don't know where you want to go. Um, and so yeah, it's got some reflection that tends to be harder for people that they just want the tools, right? Step one through 10. Yeah, we're going to have some steps one through 10, but you got to do the hard work yourself and really understand you, who you are and where you want to go. No, no software can get you to self-actualization. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, you, you're going to have to do it. And, and uh, I'm very direct um, and I've, it's in your own best interest. And for me, um, I know it is worth it to put that effort into that. And I love to be able to help people, you know, do that if that's what they need as well. Excellent. Dale, where can we find out more about you and your business? Yeah, great. Um, you can find me at intentionalresultsco. So just co.com. That's my website. And um, while we're doing Founded in Foco, if you want to go in and just enter a message, I saw your podcast or I saw your presentation, I'll do a 20-minute um, free consultation. Because here's one of the things I know. A lot of times you just don't know what you don't know. And you need a safe place to ask some questions and see if maybe this would be for you. So that's the website, uh, March 3rd, Friday. The presentation will be great. Um, and you can also just find me on LinkedIn under Dale Wickeiser. Dale, thank you so much for being here with us today and for more great entrepreneurial advice from our community, which is truly awesome and representative. 
visit foundinginfoco.com or come see us live Founding in Foco, March 1st through 3rd at Front Range Community College. We can't wait to see you there. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nick Armstrong, and this is a Founded in Foco podcast. For more great interviews like this one, join us at foundedinfoco.com.